Hello and welcome to the, it's not the LFC Stuff Podcast, it's the Top Red Podcast, episode number three, I'm still not used to that. Um, we're coming off the back of Liverpool's victories against Norwich City in the FA Cup and West Ham United in the Premier League this weekend. Joined by the usual two, Josh and Shane, how's it going boys? All good. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Um, suppose we can jump into the Norwich game quite quickly. I was bed-bound with a, what we can call final flu at this point, I think, because... I wasn't the only one. Um, so it was time to you guys to give our cutting edge analysis okay, on can, the match. I, I can give a really, really, really good analysis of the last 10 minutes. The 80 minutes before that, I've got no idea. All right, let's hear the last 10 minutes then. <laughs> I thought um, first thing was the commentators were gagging for an orange equaliser. I've n- never heard... Uh, commentators want an opposition to score so much and yeah I think them talking made it more nervy than it actually was I thought we I thought we controlled it really well uh, at the end and probably could have scored another couple but yeah it was just um, easy wasn't it again you know Norwich aren't yeah. very good we're quite good um, it's, yeah. it's probably worth, it's probably worth <laughs> noting for being Minamino's best game I know you guys didn't see it um, like obviously even if you just saw the two goals they're probably like the two best goals he scored for the club as well. One's like, he takes like a really quick touch and snapshot for the first and then second one he's back post and like just fires it in. I think it went in off the woodwork or at least it was fired into the roof of the net. Yeah. Um, I love how he but, turns into Louis Suarez against Norwich. Yeah. He's <laughs> taking up the mantle but uh, it was, yeah, he just like, there was even, every, a few people were talking about his second half, he like picked up the ball up on the right wing and just like start sprinting with it into the box. Yeah, like, he, yeah. You, you saw I that could, as well. Like he, he didn't saw, look like he looked like a different st- player, didn't he? I saw one. It was towards the end where he actually ran in behind and burnt the fullback and mm. caught onto it. And I was like, I've never seen Minamino sprint. He, yeah, no, no. This one, he like he just picked it up wide right and he just he just ran it. He just carried it like twenty yards, just ran into the box and like a few people on it was like. Maybe this is just him, like fully confident or settled or something. But it was like, and it's like the caveat of it's only Norwich. But he looked like he suddenly looked really, really good. And you're thinking, okay, he could maybe actually challenge for league minutes if he plays like that, you know, all the time. And granted, it's against a Norwich team who probably made a few changes themselves. But yeah, no, he he looked good, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's nice to have options. And like he, 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 in fairness, he's done the business all season. He has yeah. like, is that? Well, I think that, that's nine, what he, It's like nine goals in nine hundred and something minutes, or maybe a thousand minutes. So like, you couldn't yeah. have asked much more from, from what he has given. Um, and weirdly, he he got sent out on loan, uh, to Southampton after he like scored his first league goal, and when he actually started, like that was like it looked like he was making a breakthrough. Remember, he scores the first goal against Palace, and then we loan him out the very next month. And it's fair enough; you think he's not going to make it at the club, but. You know what he's 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 done. He's whenever he's been given a chance, he's uh, he's taken it. And I've got uh, a really, real soft spot for him. I, I think do. everyone does. Yeah, I really he's want like, him to do uh, well. Everyone wants him to do well. I think just the fact that he's like he's not like really physically impressive. You know, he every every game does look like a battle for him sometimes when like so many players in England are just like a lot stronger than him. 
and he doesn't have like pace. He doesn't have like huge pace to offset it. Although he, he did suddenly look fast against an arch, but um, yeah, he's it's hard not to want him to do well and did business in the cup again. So hopefully, if he does fire us to the final this time, we won't just leave him out the starting lineup for. But well, he's definitely got himself another game, hasn't he? The championship opposition. Yep. So that's it against the winners down. of. Uh, Forest and Huddersfield were playing tonight. I didn't actually realise Huddersfield were second in the league. I was I was trying to find them in the bottom half of the championship. I couldn't see them. Yeah, like, to be fair, I was like, oh, they're in second. I think their underlying numbers are um, very. Their position's quite flattering. We'll say that. Isn't that how they came up last time though? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like, they like, shit stars that entire season. They went up with a negative goal difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, on wow. penalties. <laughs> Yeah, um, Wagner should have should have grabbed a bigger job when he could have. But no, and he did. Of, and got sacked. <laughs> in terms of Minamino, I think he's actually a legitimately good player. But you've got to play him in a pretty specific position of the pitch, and he's not kind of good enough to justify it at this level, kind of thing. I think I think Southampton really could have done with him as a ten. Mm. Um, yeah, I, was, I thought he'd do better than he did with them, and he, he scored that really good goal. And Newcastle scored a good goal against Chelsea as well, but they, they just didn't seem to want to play him that much. I think they just kind of tried to shoehorn them into the team, similarly to how we've gone about it. Really, um, he is an out and out ten, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. They, they play. They play well, a four two. He's he's a front four player, not a front three player. Yeah, yeah. He, he's night and day when he's picking the ball up in central areas. He's completely different to when he's picking the ball up in wide areas. Like, he'd probably be great in a diamond, in like a Rogers diamond. He probably would be. Yeah. Doing that Coutinho kind of pressing role. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he'll he'll go down a bit of a cult cult icon, I guess, this season if we can definitely get the two. Uh, domestic trophies under our belts. He probably will do just with the league cup run. To be honest, he scored what he scored with it. I don't think is, is that that's still going. That he hasn't had a sh- single shot saved yet. I think. I hadn't heard that now. Yeah, I, th- I think every shot on target he's had in the um, in the cups this season has gone in essentially. After fact check that though. Um, but yeah, so that's probably all we can really. Say on Norwich because two of us that's, a, that's our magic. That's our magic of the cup segment. Yeah. <laughs> um. So moving on. West Ham. Um. Josh, I'll call to you first because you were a bit more down on the performance. I, I, I don't think I was down. I don't. I don't uh, think down. I think see. I think, think see. <laughs> no, I try and see the negatives and everything. So um, I just don't like it when we get constantly opened up, which I think we did. I say constantly for a team like West Ham. Um, we're normally quite good at you know strangling those games and suffocating them. And we did for a bit. But it's like the half-time start of 10 shots each. was like, whoa, that doesn't happen very often. Um, I, thought we were, I thought we were better in the second half. We got, I think we got to grips with them. Um, but yeah, I just thought some defensive positioning and stuff wasn't great. Um, had bigger chances in the second half, though. Yeah, that's the thing. That was that was like more like a typical Liverpool one, where it's like they don't give up many chances, but the ones that they do are are really good ones. Whereas in the first half, it was more like we were a little bit disjointed or maybe tired, which is fair. But um, we just weren't easier to play through than we normally are. 
I don't think we were easier to play through second half and they just bypassed us instead. So, you know what? West Ham are a good team. And I think we said it last time. Um, the, the opposition do play as well. And Liverpool are quite an easy team to kind of prepare for in terms of your attack. It was, you know, direct. Turn them, you know. You, yeah, they, 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 did the same, they did the same in the game they beat us in, didn't they? they yeah. Even aside from the nonsense on set pieces, they gave us fits. Uh, you know, more, play, like, more was, was, doing. like you know, I, I, I tweeted as like of all the pacey players in the league, and like this poxy little chipmunk Fornals, <laughs> no one, no one in the entire league seems to enjoy playing against Liverpool's high line more than him. He just I, like. Uh, he just I like would... he always gets at least one chance. Like, yeah. he scored in three games against us already, and he probably should have scored again. On I would sign him purely on the basis he would never play against us again. Yeah, he's a little shit. He should have scored. It was a terrible finish. He should have just took out. Lanzini is quite similar as well. Lanzini normally has a good game against us. I yeah, sure. He's, he scored. He scored on his debut at, at the cup end, the the three nil, when they that game had a lot. That happened that day. Uh, but I think it was Walsh Henry was like Lovren was like trying to take the game, but a scruff from the neck, so he carried the ball to the halfway line, tried to do a step over, and lost it. No, but in in terms of this game, I think they've just pretty much. Don't get me wrong; it was similar to how they won about it earlier this season, but it was super similar to how Chelsea won about it in their two games against us this season as well, with those deep runs from a ten. Like it's just. We've got to find some way of mitigating it, whether it's moving to a back three or I don't know. But he's 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 got to find some kind of way around this because, as I was saying to you guys in the, in, in the chat, I, I'm not really looking forward to City and their two kind of tens that they play with anyway um, being used to exploit that space. I mean, they can move forward and pack there for a game... Bernardo but Gundogan's, probably make that kind Gundogan's of Gundogan's like the most dangerous for that yeah. kind of run. Yeah, and, and Gundogan like, as well. So and, and he he didn't play at Anfield. It was all about the... It was like the Foden against Milner show. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they, they've they got a plethora of options, really, that can hurt us using those deep runs. And I know that for a, for a fact that Guardiola will be watching that. And, I mean, Guardiola being Guardiola, he loves to galaxy brain these kind of things. He might try and kind of double bluff us, for all I know, but he'd be an idiot. Hopefully, hopefully Grealish plays, because he's just kind of a... He's just like a non-factor in that team, so at least if he plays, it's like... Well, he'll slob it down, won't he? Yeah, it, it's, one less, it's, like, it's, it's yeah. one less position to worry about. Like, the nightmare, like, team, to, like, you don't, want to, you don't want, like, to play against De Bruyne or Sterling or Foden at the moment, you know? Those guys are just like not good to play against. If you see Grealish, it's like a, a lesser of all the evils they have. Yeah, Do you see us maybe going back to like old Liverpool, where it is just a midfield three in one line that sits, and we just try and lash them on the break with the fullbacks. I wish we would, but we, we seem just determined to be like chaos FC this season. Um, I would, I would personally go to a to a holding two. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I, I I've been crying out for that all season. Just do it with Henderson because you'll you'll like you'll kind of Henderson or it's like it could be three of Fab Fabinho, uh, Thiago and Henderson. As Henderson showed when he got dropped in there against Inter Milan, if you put him deep, he like he mm. can do a job. But if you give him a free roll, he's gonna 
he's gonna kind of I'll chase the ball would, like a fucking dog. Yeah, he he's gonna like interpret that in like the freest way possible, and uh, yeah, he'll he'll leave. I suppose, and I suppose uh, you could argue the same happens with any of our midfielders now. Jones isn't really a natural. He he's like a converted midfielder, so he still has like all his best stuff is still like going forward with the ball and and stuff like that. And and Keita as well, like Keita always wants to press, but he's he's not as physically good at it as he once was. So you see him getting like Harry Winks like away to Tottenham. You see Harry Winks just plays the ball past him and then just completely outruns him, gets the ball back and is is in on our back four and can play in Sun for their for their equalizer. You know, so like if if Keita's not winning the press if, yeah if the press isn't coming off then all of a sudden we're exposed uh and yeah like Ti- tiago's again tiago's kind of the same tiago's still got a bit more about him athletically he can press a bit more effectively but um yeah it's it's kind of a free-for-all at the back and that's why allison's having such an amazing season because he's had so many one-on-ones to to have to try and stop so if anything it's got to show off how, how good allison is this season but Probably not ideal overall. The weird thing about the Allison thing is, though, in terms of XG difference, I guess, per 90, we're actually better than City, which is a bit nuts when you consider how many chances we actually have given away. I guess it just shows how good we've been okay. in attack, really. Well, yeah, that, that's the sacri- That's the trade-off, is that, you know, we've, we're, like... I, th- I don't know if we're still on course to score over 100 goals, but, like, we were for... For a long time to score over 100 league goals and it's just because we're, we're complaining about the midfield being open but it's because the eights are off like just completely committing to attack and fullbacks are still fullbacks I, I don't think we're quite as bad as we were i think the midfield has gone slightly more reserved um well it didn't show it didn't show against west ham <laughs> no not against west ham but i think there had been a there had been a pattern of being yeah it was a bit better um because i think we hadn't, we didn't really fill the space Henderson left, and I think that gets filled more by Trent now than it did before. And um, yeah, we just look, we look solid or more solid. But yeah, it didn't, it just didn't work against West Ham. You know, there are games where things won't work the way you mm. want them to. Klopp said it. He said we didn't play well. Um, got got the win, which is all that matters, and that is all that matters at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could have plenty of games to. <laughs> I just think. We'll have plenty of games like that West Ham game this season. Probably starting on Saturday, to be honest. My least favourite game of the year. Um, Wait, who's Saturday? Brighton, Brighton away. Oh, <laughs> a Brighton geez, on a run. Yeah, they, run. They, they, was, they kind of battered us, didn't they? In the Brain in Palmer. the last game, we like we 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 did what we've done all season: take a two 0 lead and then uh, throw it away. They uh, lost four in a row. They beat us two 0 yeah, they they should have won as well. They should have won that game. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? They just they just had us completely sus. I remember, I think it was their equalizer. They were just we just allowed them to just play it out. Went from Sanchez to left center back up to Kukurea, and then just like he just plays like a really easy ball inside, and all of a sudden they're at our back four. You know, it's like where where's where's the front six gone? What happened? And you know, it's just yeah, they they just had us sus all game. It, it, uh, it does feel like we are pretty slow to make those kind of in-game changes, though. I feel like if Tuchel or Guardiola would have, made, would have been a bit more on the front foot um, with the substitutions. To well, they're, they're more natural tinkerers anyway, so they tend to 
as, as you said, Dave, it doesn't always need to be a substitution. Well, no, yeah, it doesn't yeah. always need to be a substitution, but I, I, I think I, I, agree, I agree. stop the game and, yeah. and actually get instructions on the pitch as well. Because I think Klopp's very... I think he's a very defence-minded coach in the fact that he always tries to plan for what the opposition are going to do rather than what we're going to do. And yeah, it just it's, seems... It's, it's more Linders who does what yeah, we're going to do. Yeah, it just... It just seems sometimes that because we haven't planned for it, or you know we've planned for something that doesn't happen, we 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 almost don't know what to do, and it takes too long. Like there's there's no it's it's no coincidence we we see we're generally better in the second half when we've had forty five minutes of analysis of what you know fifteen minutes then tell them at half time. But if we're playing against a team that for the first fifteen minutes is on it, we tend to struggle a lot until half time. Unless they just play into our hands, so I think you're right. I think we, we can be a little bit too, but not not proactive enough in stopping things from continuing to happen, and just hoping that it will click eventually. I mean, it was the same with the Brighton game as well. Like mm. uh, earlier in the season, he was just really slow. He was just watching us get like trampled all over and grinning like a criminal. <laughs> well. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, that brings out me in a yard at the time though, yeah. like, when he's got a big grin on his face on the sideline and we're getting battered what was he smiling for? <laughs> that red star red star's the best one yeah, yeah that was the, the red star is the best one what the fuck he's do something <laughs> do you jump? Uh, um, well we can all laugh when we don't get beaten We've got a nice meme out of it, but yeah. Um, so West Ham aside, that makes us three points off the top of the. No, it doesn't. It makes us six points off now, doesn't it? Again. Yeah. Yeah. Six points off yeah. the top of the league after City beat Manchester United four-one at the Etihad yesterday. Brings that goal difference down to one as well. So thanks for that, United. Really... There, there are like United fans, like big United accounts, who are they're saying like, oh well, at least City. They said that they're starting to get sick of like hoping. The best they can hope for every season is that City will win the league instead of Liverpool. That's like all they have now. <laughs> we need to yeah. always create, um, you know, the Everton graph, like how it, how the season goes. <laughs> we need one for United. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. theirs is, is shockingly similar. But no. maybe a bit less, bit less booing. That's uh, uh, some booing, some booing. No, um, not, not quite. Everton's booing could power. Oh, Everton. Yeah, uh, we we need to get rid of Fiddler's Ferry and just use Everton fume to power the city. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on, we've got Champions League a fixture in midweek against Inter. Well, I I I, I haven't it. I, I listen to far too much James Horncastle, right? Um, when he's referring to the two Milan clubs, I actually don't know what the names of these clubs are anymore. Internazionale. Milan. And Milan. You've got, you've, you've got Milan and, and Inter, I'm guessing. It's, it's not Inter Milan, is it? It's just Inter. No, no Inter nobody, nobody calls them Inter Milan. Or like what? nobody in Italy anyways. It's just Inter. Yeah, I know, but is it kind of like those Sporting Lisbon fans that act yeah. as though... You're calling them some kind of racial slur when you call them sport well, there, was, there was that there was that thing. Uh, someone really criticised Jake Humphrey by calling yeah, by referring to AC. AC Milan as AC because they're like AC is literally like the English FC. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like you wouldn't just call a team <laughs> FC. And everyone was like, oh, shut up. Everyone knows what he means. It's like, yes, but this is like yeah. the most peak no, British I... response. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to call Sport and Lisbon, Sport and Lisbon. Like, yeah, same. Because like, if you're saying Sporting, do you know who I actually think of? I think of Sporting Gihon. Yeah, Spain. yeah. Like, you're not the only Sporting in the world. Yeah. Like, Whereas well, Inter is like, Inter is fair enough, and Milan is just Milan. But yeah. it, it would be kind of like, it'd be kind of like if you said United and if like City were like Manchester. Or if United were Manchester and the other team were Man City, it is like a bit odd. But yeah, they, they've always said that for ages. Milan. Right, fair enough. Take that, James Horncastle. Anyway, midweek fixture against Inter. How are we feeling? 2 0 lead going into it. No away goals this time around, so it's not effectively a 3 0 lead, but you know. We'd do well to fuck it up, wouldn't we? Well, I think Klopp came out today and said it's the most dangerous lead in football, hasn't he? Something along those lines. Oh, Jesus Christ. He just discovered that quote for the first time. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> he, he, thinks, he thinks it's really, like, he thinks it's really prescient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is dangerous. It is. I'm, I'm going to give my Twitter that to him soon because he's just, he's, he's next level when it comes to chatting of Wham. It has mm. to be said. Um... But yeah, I don't think there's really too much to say about it other than if we fuck it up, somebody needs to lose the job. Something along yeah. those lines. Like There will have to be a human sacrifice if we do manage to fuck it up. But... Yeah. Some of those, you know, every time we win a cup competition and all these people come out of the woodwork who have been in the backroom staff all season and we don't see them, and all of a sudden they're there with like a big champion's t-shirt on, we need to, <laughs> um, we need to put one of them on like a flame and pyre or something. Every yeah. fuck this up because it's just no. Um, you do realize we are not going to fuck it up. No, we're not going to fuck it up. I, 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 I think, think we're, I think we'll, this I think is we'll score at least four. This isn't it, but you know. I think, I, I think we'll score at least four. I don't in the really game. rate Inter. Yeah, I don't rate Inter. I thought uh, they were all right. Yeah, I thought they did well. Like, I thought was, they were. They, they I got thought, a bit overrated in terms of yes. what they actually created, but. Oh, well they, done. You, uh, you attacked for 15 minutes and had no shots on target. I, I actually you are thought wonderful. as well as any team, they balanced really well, went to press, and then went to just sit in, and like didn't really allow us to create like huge chances. And we, we were talking earlier about how we're kind of slow to react, but that was like that was like the most that everyone was talking about because we made like the, the the triple sub that like you know changed the entire team and brought on Diaz and it like that changed the game. And of course, Firmino is like the fourth sub at halftime who actually gets the opener. But um, he has helped it stick up top. But Henderson was brilliant when he came on. Like, yeah, he team. was. Yeah. But uh, I just, I just think Diaz will have a field day. I don't think he'll play Mane. I think Mane will miss out. And Jota will be up front. Um, thought Mane was horrendous against West Ham. Yeah, um, yeah Salah wasn't much better. Salah, Salah was, was terrible. Like, that was like peak terrible Salah, where it's just very like, telling that he got subbed after taking yet another pot shot when he could have passed. As as he should be, to be honest, because if he's doing yeah. that, he's he's just he's just killing moves at that. I point. I don't he's, even know why he is like a negative at that point. So he's he's seven goals clear in the, in the Golden Boot race. It's not like he's got anything really to fight for. I just think that's how he plays. To be honest, I don't think it's got anything to do with Mutton. I've not I've not seen him so so selfish though for a long time. Yeah, that was it. Was kind of like a parody of Bad Salah. 
I think if he carried on doing it, even the, even Anfield would have started that he'd get on his back slightly because there were a couple of chances. Yeah. He got the ball like 20 yards from goal central and he had Trent just in acres of space for the um, for the you know the ball across. He just didn't play and smacked it into Kurt Zuma. And it was just like, Phew. yeah. And like, and then like Diaz is like the inverse of like good, like he's he's playing really well. He has just need just... to learn how to curl the ball in at the far post. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's got three if, if you wanted to be pessimistic, you'd say he has like one goal from, I think it is, eight appearances now. Yeah. But he, he is generally like one of our best players every time he plays. So he's, I think he's just become our hazard. This is like, oh, this is what it's like. This is what it's like to be a hazard fan who's like, oh, he's like, look, he's he's really good. And he, he picks the ball up halfway line. He he carries the attack. He leads he's it. Not scored all season. Yeah, and someone <laughs> just replies on replies where he's like, "Ha ha, lol." One goal, eight games plus ratio. It's just like you know, I think it's like yeah. I think just shut down your argument. You, you you do become like a uh, an aesthetics. Yeah. All of a sudden, you become an aesthetics fan. Yeah, for nature, like, Yeah. The Diaz expected fear factor is high. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's pretty good, and I, I enjoy watching him. Um. He'll have a game where he scores a hat trick soon. Yeah, I think so. He does have a good shot on him, like whether whether he's curling it or whether he's like, yeah, you know, he cuts in. He can do like without a lot of backlift, he can get kind of a snapshot off. He like he does that really well. Very storagey. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, he reminds he reminds you of a lot of players, wouldn't he? He has like lots of attributes of players you've like, seen over the years. But... Outwork rate, uh, Daniel Sturridge shooting. Um. Who were we saying he carries the ball like? Because uh, so so we said like it kind of reminds you of like Son or mm. Diego Costa. He, he he like does remind me of both of those the way he the way he carries it. But um, yeah, be, hopefully he's he's playing again tomorrow, and we'll 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 see what what rotations are made for for Brighton. But um, yeah, Brighton is it's the bigger game really because we can draw the intro and it's no big deal, but. Anything but a win and Brighton one is a disaster. Brighton's the game you stick Matip back in and let him dribble through the entire team. Yeah, for sure. They, have, they don't have a physical striker, do they? It's Morpe, isn't it? Who's... And they didn't even play him. They played without a striker at Anfield and it worked really well for them. Lalana had like his best game in Anfield in fucking years. The cheek of the cunt. <laughs> Since 2014. <laughs> Honestly, for, fuck, for fuck's sake. I'll have a look Obnoxious. at Brighton's team from the last game. They're not in good form either, I don't think. No, they look really stale as well, which means they'll yeah. be ripping rip us apart, left, right, centre. Yeah, I've, I've done too much laughing at Graham Potter. So, uh... and apparently they played Ter- um, Tarek Lamptey up front. I don't think that's right. I and actually Alzatti. saw a clip of him Alzatti's in transition TDM. off the striker, to be fair. So um... Welbeck, Trossard, Lamptey front three, <laughs> yeah. according to... Flash Remember how good he was when he came on at Anfield this season? He came off the bench and it was like... That was oh, his first yeah. game back from injury as well, I think. Yeah, and it was like, fucking hell, he's going to set up the, the winner here. He was he was just there, he's just beating men for fun. Yeah, no. I mean, I think we can probably talk about Brighton a bit. There's, there's a little less to talk about this season. Um, but, I mean, for the, for the job that Dan Ashworth has done, the sporting director who's now moved to Newcastle to front their lovely not um, sports washing campaign sports washing campaign that has nothing to do with the war in Yemen similar to that of 
the war in Ukraine. Um, but yeah, Dan Ashworth's gone over to Newcastle. But I mean, that, that their recruitment strategy has been deeply flawed over the last few years. As good as it's been in every area other than the attacking kind of line, I guess. It's been shocking when it comes... Like, the success rate of their attackers is pretty poor. Brighton. What was that? Uh, who, Brighton? Oh, yeah, Brighton, Brighton, yeah. Who have they even bought? In yeah, who, what striker have they bought apart from Lacadio? Lacadio was a bad sign. Well, yeah, Lacadio Morpe. That was, that was years ago, though. Lacadio was that, like that's their it, first... That's it, though, isn't uh... it? Lacadio Morpe? I mean, no, Lacadio I think, like, I think they've had quite a few others, but they, they, they seem to do this thing where they really just, like, haul players... Like if if you go through the championship, you'll be shocked at how many players are on loan from um, from Brighton. Uh, yeah, they Kadra. do actually have they do have a loan army, a bit of a loan army. Yeah, Cadre like... and uh, Blackburn. He, he's he's one of them, for example. Um, yeah. They are the Green Party Chelsea. No, nobody really knew that Ben White was a Brighton player when he was at Leeds. Like no. every, everybody was shocked by that. Um, but what? what Maybe Trossard is probably the only one that you could say was a bit of an unmitigated yeah, he, success. He, he's a good player. So, like, their signings this season, I'd say, you could probably the, say, like, Mwepu is um, probably still settling, isn't he? Despite the stupid goal he scored at Anfield. Kukurea looks like he's been uh, one of the... He's been, like, he's been good. Probably one of the signings of the season, Oh, did, did, did you see Kukurea against, uh, against Palace? It was a Palace. No. It was against... The other, oh, sorry, Newcastle this weekend. Oh, that Murphy um, is it? Jacob Ruined Murphy? him. Which one? Yeah. Uh, he gets away from him, and he looks like he's running on custard. It's hilarious. Kukurea. Yeah, Kukurea just gets left for dead. Um, mm. Which I, I guess could be part of the reason he's ended up at Brighton and not a bigger club after yeah, his, I, his time. I, well, he's played for Arsenal, didn't yeah. he? I was looking at their last uh, few... Their last few uh, transfer windows. So going back to like 1920, they actually had like a pretty good. You need to stop doing that shit. <laughs> 1920. <Why? laughs> I think it, I, I was thinking, what's hell? going on here? Nine, 90 years ago, we've been studying the transfer windows of Brighton no. and RBNFC. <laughs> no, in, in that season, 1920 like season, they signed, they got Lamptey for 1 million, they got uh, Trossard for 18. Webster for twenty and Mopay for twenty and like Mopay has maybe been the biggest flop of them, but yeah, yeah, they were their joint. Uh, those are their wow. joint like record signings, but Mopay is like he, he is like a Premier League level striker, but and he gets chances at the rate of a good striker. Just his finishing rate is that of like a bad striker, but like he's still like I'd say, I'd say like a good squad player. They just they do still need to upgrade up on him, and then. The next season, they actually didn't really sign anyone. They got Lalana in and Lalana and Welbeck for free. They got development for less than a million. Uh, a bunch of random lads I haven't heard of for under five million. And then they got Motor for for ten million. He's been like a decent squad player for them, considering he was twenty one at the time. So he's like what twenty two now. And then this season, they signed Wepu, who I think hasn't really been great for them, but he just scored that stupid goal against Liverpool. And then. Kukure, who's been good, and like, yeah, this is the stuff you were talking about. Dave. They signed some, they signed some Polish guy for like I've yeah, never heard Kras- of who's Kras- who's Kraslowski and then Dennis Undav, and... Jacob Jacob Moses yeah. as well. Undav is actually quite a good player, but Undav comes from Union, who are also owned by Tony Bloom. 
I, so yeah, they they have these mad signs. I keep seeing them here. Like they, they, apparently they signed a, a winger, uh, Sima from Slavia Prague for six million. Who's now on loan? That yeah, it's dope. I, I I said I hadn't seen him in a single squad this season, and they signed a keeper as well from Ajax Sherpen, four point five million, and obviously he's got nowhere near, nowhere near playing for them either. So yeah, they do, they do have like a. They do like spend lots of like five million less fees on players in, in the hope that like one of them will turn out good, like some kind of money ball. I but, mean, uh, for, for a stats-driven club, you would think that you know the the good old mantra of goals win games would, <laughs> would come to the fore at some point, but um, apparently not. Yeah, they've needed a striker. So like ever since, like Glenn Murray was like doing his, was like doing bits for them. But they've needed a striker ever since they came up. Yeah, I mean, they let one go, and Victor Giocres, or, sorry, I'm probably butchering that bloody name. Giocres, I think it is. Giocres, yeah, sorry. Um, Who's looked, I mean, decent at Coventry Coventry, Championship. Um, He's brilliant at football manager as well. He needs a a championship striker, he's your man. There you go. Um, But, yeah, it's just, it's a bit bizarre, and to see a guy getting lauded for the job he's done there, don't get me wrong, turn them into the team they are was probably worth. Oh, they signed um, Florinando there as well from Deportivo. He was your Cambash as well. He was he was yeah Cambash, Isquierdo. They are probably they are probably the best first two thirds team. Matty Ryan in, in the league. They haven't been able to get a goalkeeper either. Oh no! To be to be fair, Potter came in and. Didn't he just bomb Ryan out straight away? Uh, no, he he did he did use him for a while and then he kept. Ryan did go to absolute, absolute shit as well, shite. though. Yeah, yeah, he just like he had been he, like a good keeper for them, and then just uh, there last season he just melted. I think he just suited the Hutton, you know, defensive stay on your line. Yeah, Maybe yeah, uh, that that could have been it. It's just some weird thing like signing Moises Caicedo, who was. Who was linked with all of these like amazing teams in Europe, and then loaning them out to a Belgian team, like right away. It's just it's proper. I don't know. It's yeah, but no, that could be work permit issues and stuff, though. That could be work permit issues. You're right. Yeah, it could be. Um, in this hellish landscape we're living in at the moment, it's just I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I I'm not. I wouldn't. <laughs> do, be, you, uh, do you know? Do you know what what one side of? Do you know who they're like? Who their most notable signing actually was in terms of social media engagement? Percy Tau. Yeah, Percy fucking yeah. Tau, the South African player. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you went on to their their replies, it was hilarious. Tweets, it was just South African football fans just bombarded. It's like, where is Tau? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, unbelievable! And then, like, I think he did finally get a start, and he got taken off after like fifty something minutes, and just like. <laughs> Is I think they probably had to get rid of Tao in the end just because like South African football Twitter was just like destroying their mentions. They thought it might be like a good commercial opportunity on top of if they get a good player, but there's like, God, yeah, the pressure on this guy is just too much. He scored they, five they, goals they in a game for Alali this season. To be fair, <laughs> right and bigged him up like really were they were they were stoking the fire. I think when it when it happened. Yeah, as you say, it's another. It was another striker, isn't he? That hasn't worked. But yeah, right. but, but and, and like we said, they they played their best stuff at Anfield without a striker. It was like all false nine nonsense. 
Yeah, you've also got to take into consideration that as much as a jest about Graham Potter, he is a legitimately very good manager as well. Like, um, whether he's papered over any cracks there, really, because they were really under the cosh under Hutton. Yeah, at, at I think structurally, structurally they're just a sound team, and then you kind of have to remember at times they are still Brighton. Um, yeah, pretty much. And they're a team that will never go down under Potter, and they'll probably never qualify for Europe. They are just going to be perennially, perennially, you know, tenth to fourteenth, yeah. and it's their ceiling. It's their ceiling in the in the closed shop the Premier League is. I feel like he's got to make a move at some point, Potter, though. Like. I think I think Conte goes in the summer and Tottenham go personally. Yeah, I, I can't wait for Conte to piss off because even, or United, United might go for him. It's even like it's even getting me down, and I'm not even a Spurs fan. Like it's just like just get this this fucking dark cloud away from the. Is Premier anyone League, please? Is God anyone really shocked though? He, I, he, he I, I'm a little bit like I, I didn't think it would go this club. bad this quick. I think he's like I I'm like a huge Conte. Uh, I don't know. If I, I don't know if you say I'm an apologist because he is like a legitimately good manager, anyways. But you know he he has succeeded everywhere he's been. He has succeeded everywhere he's been, but he just hasn't been at Spurs. Oh, shit, <laughs> shit. I didn't realize they played Everton tonight. Yeah, that'd be interesting. And um. Just some breaking Premier League news as we're recording this at 27 minutes past six. Um, Saudi media, a consortium, have made contact with Ring Group about buying Chelsea from Roman Abramovich. Right. And Chelsea fans are, as you would expect, absolutely ecstatic about this fact. They are critical in their support of Yemen. Uh, not Yemen, obviously, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It'd be funny when they have to sell the club again in three years' time when. Saudi cock up some kind of oil deal with the British state and he turns around and go, oh yeah, hang on, maybe you are bad. Something along those lines. But yeah, maybe more Saudi money washing its way into the Premier League. Are they, is that like, so are they like state affiliated as well? Because I know Newcastle say Well, it's a consortium, so it, it may not be state affiliated, but similarly to the oligarchs in Russia, it's yeah. Who it's, isn't it's state affiliated at that stolen, level? Stolen, stolen state. Like, like, yeah. Like, there, there was never any kind of suggestion that it was like the Russian state. That was Chelsea. It was just a guy who benefited from essentially. Yeah, yeah from the, the the way the Russian state got broken up. But so yeah, because the Newcastle one is like blatantly just the Saudi state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it is like that's what they always say. Like their the owner's net worth is like two hundred forty billion or whatever. Like because that's like. But the Saudi oil reserves. Yeah, but um, yeah, without getting into the geopolitical ramifications of such moves and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just a just a. We would never. Four years there, um. So yeah, we we we've gone through the the two games from this weekend, the two games coming up, um. Just a quick one bit of a blast from the past then for us um we've dug up a, a golden boy nomination list from 2010 so 12 years ago um you dug up you mean you saw a trend on twitter recently maybe maybe not but i clicked on the quote tweet actually so technically i did dig it okay fair play. so there you go 
Um, so, of the nominees in 2010, we had Mario Balotelli of Inter Milan, Romelu Lukaku of Anderlecht, Gael Kakuta of Chelsea, Midland Pjanic of Olympique Lyonnais, James Rodriguez of... Who the fuck is that? Auto? No. It's a, it it's, it's a green Colombian team. Spell it. Green Colombian team. Come on, somebody fact check. Come on, quick. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not the one that Diaz started out, was it? I need to do like that Joe Rogan. We need a, a Jamie guy. Banfield. Argentinian. Banfield. Oh, Argentina. Yeah. I think they're Argentinian. Banfield. Yeah, I think they are, yeah. Aren't they the team near the Falklands? Banfield. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm really um, wrong. I think it's a Port uh, Town in Falklands. They're in Buenos Aires. They're in Buenos Yeah, ignore me. This is why we don't talk about geopolitics in the podcast. Hang on, it was founded on in 1896 by the British origin inhabitants of that city, mostly English, some Scots, and some Irish. Ooh, Shane, getting a little colonialism there. Because when we were talking about the you you imperialist, when did you guys know that your man Alexis McAllister, who plays for Brighton, is Argentinian? <laughs> oh, I knew that anyway. I'm, I play far uh, too much football manager. I, I realised when, when I found out he's had a brother called Kevin McAllister, who <laughs> wasn't in fact a child in Home Alone. I blew my mind the day I realised he was Argentinian. I was like, that's mad. He does yeah, look a bit like Messi, to be fair. Don't you think? Yeah. Does that does that mean he then has to be Argentinian? Well, anyway, Jackson. moving on, Edna Zard, Lille, Federico yeah. Makeda. Are we all doing like a collective shudder in the podcast <laughs> at the mention of his name? Just Manchester Martin Tyler's voice crack. Oh. Um, Mario Goethe of Borussia Dortmund and Felipe Coutinho of Inter. Did I say Inter Milan for Balotelli, by the way, after, after the um, conversation we had there? Probably. I've forgotten already. Uh, and finally, we had Joel Matip of Schalke. Yeah, and he was the only Joel. one from that entire list to actually uh, play and, and win a Champions League I was going to say, because I don't know whether Gael Kakuta might have a medal. <laughs> yeah, Balotelli, Balotelli has a medal as well. Oh, yeah, Balotelli has, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Coutinho. Right, fair enough. Coutinho got an iron, but yeah, he's the only one to actually. Oh no, Hazard won't really. <laughs> no, he'll, uh, he's the only one to actually start and play in uh, the Champions League final and, and win the thing. So. Chelsea career was literally bookended by Champions, by Champions League, League wins. There's <laughs> <laughs> a sweet irony, isn't there? Yeah. Oh no, it was actually you know, his actual career was uh, it was it was uh, it was Europa League wins. Mm. And then, like, and then, yeah, the other years he left, it was Champions Leagues. At least we know what will happen to Real Madrid when he leaves. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't play them in the final again. But, yeah, just thought we could get some Joel Matip um, praise in the chat. Well, really. it's, 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 it's quite, frankly, propaganda these days. Well, I think and he I deserves it. propaganda. He's, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a cult hero of cult heroes, really. And he was free. And nominated for Premier League Player of the Month. What a man. What a man. 
Um, win player of the season for the goal against Leeds. He, he might be the only major African player who actually doesn't go to AFCON as well. Yeah, and actually despises playing for his country. Yeah, so... Not saying they should all do that, just saying. Shout out to the boy, Joel. Um, but yeah, there's just some... It, it's always mad looking back at these lists, that, like the likes of... I mean, Kakuta, you can clearly see even when he was playing. But did he have a bit of a stint at Betis recently? I think it was where you can was just he, see his quality. There, he's, still, he's, he's still at Lens, isn't he? Or long? So he's still there. Am I thinking? I'm thinking that. Sorry, I'm Musonda. thinking of uh, Musonda. Okay, went Newcastle. No, yeah. no. Who, who was the Char- other guy? Charlie they had the other superstar. Um, he went to Newcastle later on. From Chelsea. Oh, he's uh, back at Lens. He's not been there the whole time. Yeah, no. He, he he's at Lens, but I think he's 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 doing pretty. Decent at Lons now. Okay, yeah, Kakuda was the one that Chelsea got in trouble over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, but who, who, was, who was the youth product then that Chelsea had that ended up in Newcastle? Uh, was it um, the Brazilian small, guy? No, 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 no. Left Kennedy. Or, um, no, not Kennedy. He was. I think he might even. He's French. Uh, small guy. Oh God. Hang Why on. did you check their nineteen twenty transfer window, Shane? And see if on there. I'm on my way. <laughs> Small French guy who played for Newcastle. Uh he's like attacking a fielder, left footed. Roughly right. I, I don't know if he was French now. I think he like he could have been like from one of the former French was it, colonies. Was it a Pardew era signing? Oh my Just god. Thinking about this how is, far to go back. This is, the, this is amazing content. Uh this can be edited so we get a, a an answer at the click of the fingers. Text in now with your guesses. Not uh, going to be. Oh, it is going to kill me. Because he played for them for a couple of seasons under, how, under, how, under Rafa. But under Rafa, right. Okay, let's get the Wikipedia page up. It won't be whether in the championship, will it? Okay, he's surely going to be in a circle. Atsu, yeah, that was him. Yeah, Atsu. Christian Atsu. There we yeah, go. Yeah, he was, he was, he was the other. Like... Six million, six million. They spent on him. Yeah, you sound like you sound like Mark Goldbridge there for a second. Oh god. Well, he he's from Nottingham. So. I've heard. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Now I can't unhear it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, I did god. recently get voted by a hundred percent of the viewers who voted in uh, as the third worst accent. So thanks for that, Mark. Yeah. Uh... There it is. Yeah, so that, no, he was... Oh, that transfer window. Oh, listen to this for a transfer window. Sorry, the one that they got Atsu. So, Atsu, then Florian Lejeune for, for 9 million. Jacob Murphy for 12. Mankio for 4.5. Josselu for 5. And Mikel Marino, who's probably the best player out of all of them, for 8.5. What a transfer window that is. They also sell, sold Mbabu, Tovan, and um, Daryl Murphy. Oh yeah, Tovan so, went off to like uh, become one of like the best yeah. attacking, the best attacking field in France. Yeah. yeah, he had like amazing numbers for a while. It looked like he was going to get another big move to Premier League. I hope we've given you all some lovely, lovely nostalgia there of Newcastle's 2017-18 seasons mm. transfer window. I, I, after the United game yesterday, they were talking about. Uh, they were like, "Is like that must be the worst transfer window of all time when United signed." Maguire, Wambasaka, and James for 150 million. Uh, my my personal nomination was uh, Chelsea 2017 because they signed uh, Morata, Drinkwater, 
Bakayoko and Zappa Costa for 150 million. And they even like Rudiger that window as well. And he was like a liability for three years before Toko came along. So that's my nomination for, for worst uh, Premier League transfer window ever. Liverpool of uh, 2014 is probably up there as well, relatively speaking. I'm I'm just sorry. I'm I'm just in awe at the fact Federico McKay does still play football. Is he playing yeah. like a Serie D team? No, he's a Panathinaikos. Wow, wow. To be fair, that list we read out is pretty is a pretty good, good hit rate for none better than Matip. Matip stands oh, king yeah. over them. I didn't realise Federico McKay had a loan spell at Nottingham Forest. Yeah, he was all over the gap, okay, after he scored that goal of prick. Um, Mario Goethe is obviously now a crypto bro. PSV. Is he? Yeah, he is. He's in, he's in Holland, isn't he? He is, he's at PSV. He's playing as a number six for PSV. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Jeez. Schmidt doing that's, Schmidt things. That's, bro, that, that's Roger Schmidt, isn't it? Schmidt doing his thing. Um, but yeah, I would say if we could rank them, who would you have as your top three? Presumably Matip, Coutinho, Hazard, maybe. Hazard, definitely. Third company. Oh, you'd have Lukaku as well. I would have up there. Hazard, Hazard, Lukaku, Matip. So yeah, that's that's the weekend football that was. What I'm going to hate about these pods from this, this month is that it's always going to be two games. But have you seen the um, have you seen the schedule we could get if we get Man City in the FA Cup and Champions League? Yeah, we played them four times in a row. Four, yeah. Then Everton and Man United, and, and that's <laughs> as well. We we could still it could still be like it doesn't have to be City either. We could get Chelsea right. or United yeah. in Europe, and we could get Chelsea in the cup. So, I think. I, I'd rather after what we were saying last time, like like every game against Chelsea this season has just been disgusting. I think I'd almost rather City for at least one of them. Oh, I'd rather City out. It's my biggest fear forever. I would actually take United in Europe at this stage. Because <laughs> they're shit and I don't want to play the other two. I also think they're getting knocked out by Atletico anyway. So. They could very well find a way. They are pretty what, bad. What was the score? Was it 2 1? 1 1. one. But yeah, the away goal isn't. All away goal. She ain't what she used to be. They always do well in England. Remember they beat Chelsea that year, didn't they? Three one. I remember they beat somebody yep. else as well. I can't remember who. That 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 game, that same final against Atletico, is Hazard's. To be fair, in ninety minutes, that, was, that was Hazard's greatest contribution to the Champions League. He failed to to track one fan and like Mourinho was just like disgusted with him because he was like, "This is a big game. I expect my wingers to." Be able to track a fullback, and it's like that's just not the Aiden Hazard experience, baby. That's uh, that's not his bag. That's maybe that's probably why he's been like such a he's, like, he's won a few leagues, but has never been good in uh, the big stage of them all. But yeah, anyway, moving on from fourth game. Don't even want to think about Champions League draws or anything at the moment. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of hot. Vietnam flashback over there. Yeah, I just think I just think this season's fine now. We've actually won something. I know it's the league cup, but at least we we get something from it. And it's not one of those seasons where we're we're in four competitions and still do nothing. 
But yeah, we've made we've made memories of nothing else this season. But we we're one of the favourites to go all the way in Europe, and um, yeah, we just need City to drop points once, and we we could well be in. Oh, we can yeah, it's still technically it's, it's in our hands. I think they will like... on Monday. They got Palace away on Monday, and they hate playing Palace. Yep, they hate playing United at home as well. To be fair, yeah. Well, racist Ralph yeah. isn't a great manager, is he? So it's, it's the worst United yet, though. Who could at have least, thought at least under... that hiring a sporting director who was all the way out at locomotive Moscow as your manager could be a bad yeah. idea? Thank you for joining us today, Michael Cox. Um... Well, no. Coxie got it off me. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's yeah. what he gets. Okay, Coxie yeah. got it off me. Yeah. Yeah. Martin <laughs> Zonal was my was my idea, and then he he, he got Zonal Mark, and then he got all the praise and stuff like that. It was just don't don't get me started on that shit. Yeah. Good. But anyway, moving on to competitions, and what we're gonna do. Is we're going to come up with some kind of point scoring system. Josh has suggested some kind of Mark Lawrenson. Um, Unbeaten season, 38 system. games, 38 wins. <laughs> system of, um, of marking our score predictions that we give at the end of each pod. Um, I don't think I'm going to get very many points this week we'll, for, my, for my Brighton prediction. I mean, I, 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 after he said Mark Lawrence, and I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like zoned out <laughs> earlier, <laughs> so I'm not really sure what the, um... the details need to be ironed out. No, yeah, the details need to be ironed out, but I'm sure I'll do that by Monday. This this will be the first week of scoring. Well, no, we, I mean we can go back on. Do are we? Are we retrospect? I cannot remember well, a single. I know I just said. Have you just said you can't years. remember? No. We, we, these these things are literally recorded and put on the internet. <laughs> yeah, but I. I refuse to listen to my own voice. So, oh, I like Mark Albridge. Um So <laughs> we can. I'm not an ex-cop, thank you. Get the, um... Why do they, all these people end up like ex-busies? Like it's 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 always like referees. Ah, yeah, he's an ex-busy, and then it's like from Mark Albridge. Ah, yeah, he's an ex-busy. Is 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 that true, Jody guy? An ex-busy as well, because like he strikes me as a bit of a Probably. bouncer type. Hang on, Mark Albridge used to be a cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For like what? ten years, detective, I think. CID. <laughs> Actually, I can kind of see it, but still, that's a detective Mark Goldbridge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I guess. laughs> imagine, uh, imagine, imagine you dealt with him as a cop, and then you see what he's doing now. Could you imagine him like looking into like one of your family members being murdered, just coming in the room, being like, "You're right," and you just <laughs> fucking completely. Yeah, he'd be number one suspect. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah. Anyway, we can move on to our score predictions for this week. Um, ah, what? And I, I know I know these things should really be discussed off the air. But whilst we're on the air, I'm just spitballing. On air admin. Um, that'll be its own segment next week. Could, could we not? Could, could we not do some kind of goal score as well? Oh Jesus! And allocate first, points for first goal scorer. scorer. First no. goal well, we could say first goal scorer, but we could also get a point if they score in the Any game. time goal scorer. Yes. You've got to do. Okay. And how many? Just one? Just one. Yeah, just one. Just one. I'm going to put this in a, in a spreadsheet. Oh, fucking so, hell. <laughs> um, um, the podcast back. It's, it's got a logo. So, Inter. We've got, sort of, we got a fucking spreadsheet. Oh, we're back. Dave. Shane. Josh. 
Okay, Inter. Dave, go. Did you get that spreadsheet up? I already, I already had it planned for the um, table. Oh, right, fair enough. Right, okay. Um, I will go... Um, I will go... 2-1 Liverpool. And I will go for Jota. Jota to score. Shane? Is that a score any time or first goal to score? Both. Any any time. Oh. Well, no, no. He's... Well, if, if he scores first, we'll, we'll, we'll just, you, you get, get a two bonus points point. If he scores first. Yeah. 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 But if he just okay, scores, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, I was going to say 2-1 as well, for fuck's sake. So, can I still say 2-1 in yeah, Salah? Of yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll have that. I'll, I'll go for the guy. <laughs> I'll go for the most prolific goal scorer in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will go left field for both. I'm going to say 4-1 to Liverpool. And Van Dijk to score first. Fucking hell. Right, okay. I'll, right. I'll be even more left field for the Brighton. So Brighton at the Amex. Go ahead, Josh, you can go first for this one now. 1-1. One, one. Oh, fucking hell. 1-1, one, one, and I'm, I'm going to take Jota this time. Jota, right. <clears throat> AKA, uh, uh, Liverpool are going to win 2-0, I say. 2-0. Goal scorer? <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to use Salah back to back. You should have to like pick different goal scorers uh, for each game. That's that's the yes, rule I've just made up. That's a new rule. <laughs> uh, Diaz. To score. Yes, love that. I think I do think he's going to score tomorrow, but not first. I hope he scores because like he needs it. I I, I'm 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 staying quiet on my because I've slaughtered Hazard too much for. <laughs> Me to then like stan a, a non goal scoring winger. Um, I will go uh, 2 0. And... We are not keeping a clean sheet against Brighton. You two are delusional. <laughs> okay. They'd love missing chances though. We, we did they, just talk they... about how, how they don't have any strike. And I know they didn't need strikers to score against us, but. They scored a fucking cross. Exactly. Or whatever it was. So not, not, our, not, our, not. our commitment to Vile is unprecedented against Brighton. So, Yeah, you say this, but didn't we go there with Wijnaldum at centre-back and beat them? Yeah, but that was, you know, Chris <laughs> Hewitt, wasn't it? That was the game and, with the commentary. Emre Chan, the German... German man! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was that, like, final score or something? <laughs> yeah, something like yeah. that. Was, I can't oh, <laughs> um, and for goal scorer, I'll I'll go Salah. Salah, right? I'll work out some points for that. Might do ten if you get it bang on. And we'll we'll have figured out prizes and wooden spoons by the end of uh, next week. I'll just go and take my wooden spoon and keep it because four one and one one are probably not going to happen. Right. Okay. Well. That is our predictions, and that is the podcast. Hopefully, we've got a bit more to talk about next week, um, other than Liverpool's. Um, well, it was just pretty typical Liverpool this week, to be honest. I hope. Well, I mean, I hope. Yeah, it's, not, but... it's funny because if West Ham score one of their chances, and it's it's like the exact same performance but a different result, then we're like. We're probably like talking for like two hours about yeah, where know. it all where, where it all went wrong under Klopp's reign, you know, the death knell of, of Klopp's time at Liverpool. Uh, but no, as it is, we're just relentless winning machine, and 
business as usual. As you can see, the dog's getting pissed off at the, the talk of Liverpool potentially dropping points. So I think I've chained it well. Um, but yeah, so we will be back next week. If you can do the usual things and give us some positive ratings and whatnot, if you are listening this far into the pod, that would be much appreciated. Um, Yes, we're now, we're now appearing on searches and stuff, which is mm-hmm. yeah, you know, great. Cool, isn't it? Yeah, great. I, f- I feel, I feel, I feel so big, popular. Feel big time. Oh yeah, it's, it's, we're just coming up next to the um, to the totally football show in my in my podcast list. So I guess we can see the future podcast awards and you know crypto. Sponsors will be around the corner in no time. So, yeah, until yeah. next week. Uh, yeah, and next listening. week uh, we'll have a new feature. I'm uh, going to be subscribing to Sam McGuire's Patreon, and I'm just going to start reading out all the articles for free. So, uh, <laughs> if, if anyone had been thinking about like subscribing, just you know, just like it's a listen to us, and I'll I'll transcribe all his content for free. You know, you'll, 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 you'll make a ton of savings. Now we can seven out of ten game. Let's analyze. Let's go. Oh God, that, tune, we will. Tune in, we tune in we to will. Find out more. We will get you a jingle, Shane. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll whip something up for that, just for just for you and Sam. Robin Hood, Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm tentatively calling it Fan McGuire or Stan McGuire. That's gonna be the name of the segment. Well, I'll I'll, I'll workshop it some more, but yeah, the, the point is, true. I would just be. I'll just be reading it out word for word. So <laughs> you can even, I'll, I'll even link you to an app where you can transcribe <laughs> what I'm saying. So then it'll type it out in text and you'll have the article right there. Oh, it'd be a true I, text. I think, I think that'll be a really long. good feature for, oh. for the show and for our listeners. A little something, you know, just to... as a reward for sticking with us. Yeah. And I don't know. Sam gets some free publicity, if not some like, legitimate revenue eh? who needs I that I really no. hope our episode title is Stan Maguire <laughs> I've, I've got a few I've got Stan Maguire Emery Chan the German man and uh, it's a Milan <laughs> Poxy Little Chipmunk yeah also got Poxy Little Chipmunk <laughs> so oh dear on that note thank you for listening um, see you next see week see you Sam adios see you next week Sam